Welcome to episode number 176, Homegrown Take 2. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Gabe Goose and the man himself, Mike Kirchhofer. Homegrown Take Two. In this episode, we have special guests, Mike Kirchhofer. We cover topics that range from marketing, creativity, brick and mortar businesses, fashion, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Ricky Rogers and Muhammad Ali. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off. Mike, thanks for inviting us here. We're here at your brick-and-mortar business in, in Bristol, PA. So episode 151, we, we had you featured. Yes, sir. Um, where you're kind of doing basically you know, the typical running everything, running the business out of your garage, just getting everything started. Um, but now a lot has changed. Yes, sir. So we are here for the update. We're pumped up. Nice. Uh, once again, thank you for um, inviting us here. Absolutely. Um, I know everyone got their, you know, business to take care of family life so we appreciate it um all right so for the people who did not have an opportunity yet to listen to 151 explain who you are and what you currently do i am my name is mike kershaver and i'm the owner and founder of homegrown official which is a lifestyle brand i love it um all right so let's let's just a quick recap how you got started in the industry and where the name homegrown came from um I guess to say started in the industry, I mean, I've been into fashion my whole life, um, always, since I, since I can remember, you know, back to getting J's in fifth and sixth grade and on and on. Yeah, but also, let's not forget that you were like the karate kid growing up, too. Right. <laughs> so yeah. we also got to throw that in there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, uh, how, how did the name Homegrown, so you're into the light, you're into the fashion, you're, um, you know, growing up and doing all that good stuff, and then now you're like, all right, I want to start my own thing. How did the homegrown name come about? Well, like I said, a dream of mine had always been to own my own clothing company. Yeah. Um, you know, years back, I had had, I think we talked about it before, I had a, a custom auto body shop, and I was, yeah. I was real into, like, the the Fast and Furious scene. I was, like, right on the cusp of when that stuff was coming out, so yeah, I was, yeah. like, right on target with that. Yeah. And um, I loved that, and that, that passion kind of, like, turned more into work, you know, right. as, as it normally does, which right. I'm praying that this doesn't happen. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, It doesn't yeah. happen again, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, it was always a dream to have a clothing line, and... I actually, you know, had been wanting to do it for a while, but I was working a nine to five and, you know, loving what I was doing there too. But, you know, some things happened. I kind of looked for the opportunity to step out and finally made the move. Yeah. And you know, like I said, I was running out of my house. That's kind of where the homegrown name came from. Just, I, I grew it from my home. I was, I was work doing it out of my house for quite some time before I was actually able to move into here. Yeah. And, um, one of the reasons to, to actually take the leap and do it was, to uh, spend more time at home and with my family, make my own hours, you know, the the, the entrepreneur dream kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. 
There's nothing better than having the ability and the luxury of customizing your day yeah. uh, to fit your Absolutely. schedule instead of the other, right. other way around. I mean, for today, for instance, like yesterday was my grand opening for here. I yeah. didn't sleep for like 24 hours prior trying I to get bet. it up. So I was beat this morning. And I'm like, you know what? My son came and woke me up at like 8.30 at the side of my bed. I'm like, you know, I'm just staying here all day. Yeah. And I didn't even open today. I just yeah. stayed here all day. Probably wasn't the best thing for my first day open after the grand opening, but yeah. hey, it is what it is. Hey, we're here. Um, all right, cool. So why the brick and mortar business or, or how did that decision or how did that fall into play? Because the last time uh, you were on, you again, you were still operating out of your house. So now you moved into an actual physical location here in Bristol. Yeah. Um, well... I wasn't actually planning on doing this for like quite some time. This I had seen this place has been empty before me for like I think at least ten years. Yeah, and it's crazy. Like this place always meant something to me because this this exact store was actually a friend of mine's shop. Like way back in the day when I was doing the custom auto body shop. Before that, right before that, my boy Don Potts, rest in peace. He had this shop with another friend of mine, Al Kramer. It was called Creative Sound, and they were selling radios, rims, body kits, like oh, taking wow. care of the whole town and yeah. out of this spot. So ever since it was empty, it was all you know. I drive yeah. by and I'm like, damn, that was the spot. You know, yeah, that was the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I always seen it you know it never had a for sale or for lease sign on it ever i know yeah. the owner of the building and i just happened to um you know like i said know the owner and i, I talked to him and, and seen what it was in for and you know just took the leap and it what goes even further than that like i like i said before i wasn't planning on doing this for a while i planned on just keep running out of the out of the house and yeah. even setting up the, the press and stuff and my house was going to build like a shed in the backyard yeah. and i started talking to like a couple investors and they actually gave me the push to to take the you know skip that step and just go right into the brick and mortar. Yeah, and, you know that didn't really turn out the way I planned. Like that investor kind of like right. put his tail between his legs and took off and left yeah. me here with like a lease and all these bills. But yeah. you know I had to make it happen, make it work. So. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean the unexpected happens, um, but it's one of those things where it's like. Uh, you stuck with it. Yeah, and and what was cool, and we we mentioned this before, we had a. Um, uh, a real estate investor on and he he did one or two of his flips but he kept you in the loop with his process mm. through social media and what i find fascinating why i think it's awesome you know you know with you guys is you, we get to see the whole process and i right. think people appreciate that more where if you just randomly one day everything's covered right. and then you just hit this unveil and like this is it yeah yeah you know like those <laughs> right. what are like those um like those shows where they surprise the family, like they redo their, they remodel their entire yeah. house or whatever, and like that's cool. Extreme and all. makeover. Yeah, 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 like extreme makeover, but it's gratifying because for us, because we get we're watching the process, right? right? Yeah, they really little. didn't until they watched their own show. Sure. Um, but watching you go from getting the spot, fixing it up, I mean, you kept you kept everyone kind of like in the loop in a fun way. Right. Um, what, what was the thought process behind that? You just wanted to show everybody or was it kind of marketing? Um, a little actually, bit of both? Yeah, a little bit of both probably. You know, it just, it kind of just was the natural thing for me to do. I wasn't trying to hide anything and it was just exciting going through it myself. So, yeah, and, yeah. and you know, with social media, I'm on it just as much as anybody. So Absolutely. any chance I get to put some up there and keep people, you know, involved, you know, I love doing it. Yeah. So, so explain a little bit of what you got going on inside here. So I know, I mean, this plate, this building is massive. Um, 
and and you gave me you know like a little tour the other day when I was picking up some products. Some of my uh, bless shirts are actually printed by the homegrown official here. So explain a little bit what you got going on. You have a little storefront in the back. You you know you got your presses, and then if if you want to jump into that, yeah yeah for sure. So um, yeah, like you said, it's it's huge here, and I got the front set up as you know my showroom and stuff like that. And in the that's back, awesome. I'm, I'm printing shirts and and uh, sewing and building sneakers. You know that's that's about the take a, a step up in the next couple of weeks you know i just kind of got all the equipment that i needed for that yeah so i'll be able to really get you know dive deep in there and then there's a full basement in here too the same size as upper floor so that's where i'm kind of setting up the wood shop so i can start finishing like working on more of my furniture and custom pieces and stuff like that yeah which has always been hard for me to like really do what i wanted to do because it was always right. like you know trying to build something on my front porch or let me can yeah. i borrow your space to do something at? so yeah. now i finally have plenty of space to do everything that i want to do i just want this this building and this space to just be like a a creative hub for me to kind of just do everything that yeah I like yeah, to yeah. Do. yeah that's awesome yeah the uh the downstairs is massive it's literally the same size just there's nothing in it well i mean obviously you had to clean it up and all that right. stuff um but what's cool about that is if you're doing you know you have now you have storage for the lumber and all that right. stuff because yeah. um I know one of the things for, you know, one of the other guys that we're talking about was in construction. They always have these extra pieces. And it's a shame if they have to either toss them or leave them out in the elements. Right. Um, you know, there's so much going on in here. And you, you told me yourself, you push back the the storefront about 10 or 15 additional feet or every yeah. like five feet every other week or yeah, something. Exactly, yeah, exactly. So the, the, the product line is obviously growing. Uh, do you want to talk about a little bit what you got? Hoodies, long sleeve shirts. Yeah, yeah, I got a uh, little bit of everything: long sleeve tees, regular tees, hoodies, um, zip ups. I got some custom jackets I got made up. Um, hats. I got a bunch of hats I still got to put out. You know, I had a ton of stuff that I wasn't able to get a chance to get finished for yesterday. So yeah. for the rest of the week, I'll have to uh, you know dig in on that yeah, yeah. and fill this place up even more than it is now. <laughs> it's it's awesome. Um, all right, so then, but you also sell other, you have CBD products here, so you also have that going too, right? Right, yep, yep, that's big on, uh, in the brand, you know, I love what CBD is about, what it does for you, you know, it's, it literally, it, it seems like it heals everything, it's, it's kind of crazy how good it works, Yeah. and the brand that I, that I deal with, Medterra over there, they're like one of the leaders in the industry, it's, you know, THC free, and, you know, it's, it's really good stuff. That's awesome. Um all right, so so you you talked about the grand opening, um, you know, had it all come together? Uh, what, was it what you envisioned in your mind? Was it better? Like, how did that all go? Uh, yeah, it went well. It went well. I mean, I'm I maybe it's the Virgo in me. I'm not sure, but I'm a perfectionist. So yeah. I was literally about to like push it off again, like yesterday, like hours before it started. I'm like, maybe I should yeah. just wait another week. And everybody's like, what are you doing, man? Just just open. What are you? I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> all right you know i guess i will you know it's crazy i just feel like there's always and, and people put it in perspective like it's never going to be right you know yeah, i'm always no. going to want to do more and yeah. you know it would just went took forever if it yeah, was up yeah. to me you know what i mean so right. I, I had to open the doors and like get it started you yeah, know? yeah it's awesome yeah um so so moving forward so where do you see yourself in and and the whole brand i guess within the next year let's just say so something close from here till you know if we sit down next year where, where would you like to be um well 
additionally to you know printing all and doing all my own brand you know like i like you just said before i printed some of your stuff yeah i want to continue doing that and you know pick up some some other accounts like that and stuff that i believe in like Absolutely. your stuff and, and and things like that yeah but as far as myself i want to really dig in with the sneakers and get get the custom sneakers going at, yeah. a, at another level and just kind of continue doing what i'm doing yeah 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 it's awesome um so so explain explain the cobbler in you uh how, how did that come out come about and 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 what exactly are you doing with the sneakers um well I, like i mentioned before i've been in, into the sneakers since like i was a kid yeah, yeah, yeah and um just always loved them jordan's you know of course like everybody else is usually one of your favorites and um you know, I had cust I've been customizing sneakers for quite some time and, and put it aside for a while and got into other things and then got back into it. And um, actually a friend of mine who kind of got into the sneaker customization around the same time as I did, you know, we were both like kind of bouncing ideas off each other. He would ask me for like some advice on things because I was like at the time a little bit ahead of him. Yeah. And then I kind of fell off. And then he did not. He just kept on going and wow. took like some serious classes and started like designing and building his own sneakers you know by hand you know basically what i'm doing now and it came to a point where he had it dialed in enough to where i asked him like yo can you teach me what what they taught you so right, right. he gave me the same class that um he had got got from like the leader in the industry the shoe uh shoe surgeon he's i think he's in la now but you know wow. he builds like kicks for all the celebrities and stuff charges like five g's a pair so he does a class that he wow. does you know it's like a four-day class I think it's like three or four grand for the class. You have to travel out there and do it, you know, room and like board, you know, hotel and all that stuff. And he had taken like three or four of those classes and, and had it dialed in. And, you know, and then I got him to do the same thing for me. Luckily, he was right over in Trenton. He had a studio over there. So 10 hour days for four days. And I learned it from front to back. And that's actually the first pair that I made right there in the glass case. Yeah, so so for those who can't see, explain what what shoe what kind of shoe is it and Yeah, that's what you a Jordan that's a Jordan one and basically what I did was I ordered a pair of donor not soles. I ordered a donor pair of Jordan ones off of eBay just so I could take the soles off them cuz that's basically the only part that you can't like build by hand. Sure. You know, uh, the shoe surgeon is he's got like molds and he's doing the soles too, but wow. for the average wow. like sneaker builder, you know, you got to get the soles from a from an old pair or a new pair that you take them off of. So I ordered those, took them apart, and then um, the whole upper was one piece of material. It was like a, a two foot by three foot piece of material, that one color. I just happened to like want to make it a little bit fancier, and I flipped some pieces over to get that two tone effect. Because hmm. he, he, I was, you know, he gave me this one piece of material. I'm like, damn, I thought I was gonna make something crazy here with, you know, all different materials and <laughs> yeah, colors. Yeah. He's like, I want you to like kind of focus on the building, not the design aspect. He's like, you can do that on your own time. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. make sure you get it right, you know, right, so, which right. made sense. Yeah. So you know, that's how they ended up, and it came out pretty good. I've already worn them a few times. Oh, nice. Yeah, they're great. That's that, awesome. The shoe elves don't help you overnight. Nah, I wish, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need that. Yeah. I'm uh, looking for a couple elves. If anybody's listening, the elves, yo, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's awesome. I remember, I remember growing up and uh seeing uh you know, like, you know, music videos and stuff like that and you you see the guys with the Air Force ones and, you know, a portion of the shoe was like Louis Vuitton yeah. or Gucci or something. I'm yeah. like, how did they do? I remember just being, yeah. being mind blown. Right. And there were a couple of knuckleheads at school. They like try to cut out their own leather and like yeah. tape it or glue it on. Yeah. It was like all over the place. I'm like, right. I'm pretty sure that's not what they did. Right. Um, but 
but the customization that I think that's everything. There's something about having you know in in your storefront you have a a, 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 a motorcycle that's also customized, right? Mm. You pulled up in a car that's also customized. We all have tattoos that are customized to us. Yeah, there's something about having a one of one or just right. your own thing. Yeah, gotta put your flavor on it. Yeah, no matter what it is. And that's really, I mean, if you boil down this this spot to one thing, it would be like a customization shop. It's kind of yeah. like I want to change anything. I want to change everything. You know? Yeah. Nothing has nothing stays the same. Yeah, and it's almost like um, what's cool about that too, and, and and talking to a creative mind is you're open to fresh ideas, right? right. Um, even even the whole sneaker building and and just it was something that you were interested in, but then you're open to learning and and actually being humble about it too right yeah there's another guy who knows exactly how to do it instead of you could have you know banged up a bunch of shoes at first for your first pair they they literally they look amazing um and 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 then just built building on that getting the materials i know you're showing me a couple uh you know a couple prints that you got that you're looking forward to using right um and expanding and and it's not a cheap it's not a cheap uh, thing to do Uh because the there's what what do you got like the molds that you have to buy for each shoe size the the shoe lasts yeah which basically you build the shoe around and like i was telling you you have to have a a pair of those last for not only every size shoe that you want to make but every style shoe so those ones that you had in your hand were literally for just that particular size and that particular shoe jordan one size 13 that's it so you know it could add up very quickly if you try to be able to build every size and shoe you know right yeah and so so at this point you are taking like if so if someone came to you you would take an order yeah absolutely. okay yeah. so they what would they do they would just come to you and say look i want well first of all they would come to homegrown here in bristol the address is 6919 yeah bristol pike um and they say look i want these air force ones or uh these jordan ones here um, in a specific size with a specific color, would they tell you material? What, what, how, that, yeah, how would that yep. work? How would uh, the order work? Right. They would come in. I think we, we would probably have to sit down for a hot minute and uh, discuss it. It's going to definitely start off just being a Jordan 1. Yeah. Like I'm building some other stuff, but just for myself right now until I kind of get that dialed in. But it will be a Jordan 1 and uh, every whatever color you want and material-wise, you know, I'm going to have probably have to grab some different uh, like samples and stuff like that just for people that aren't familiar with the different types of materials that are available. Yeah. But yeah, pretty much any color, any material. The, I I feel like I feel like it's one of those things too. It could be you know, for the guys out there that are sneakerheads, um a way to commemorate, you know, maybe a wedding. Yeah. You want to have like that set aside. You right. get all the groomsmen a black on black pair but you have your customized right. pair or something like that yeah. and typically those are events where people are splurging a little bit yeah for sure um there's and, a, one, no, go ahead. and one of the best parts about actually building them from the ground up like you could for an event like or something special like that you could have you know on that back tab anywhere on the shoe because i'm they're flat when i start off so i can have them embroidered pieces embroidered you can go you can just go way further than you know a regular custom sneaker customization where you're just painting it dif- a different color or right something like right that. yeah yeah cool. i mean yeah you could put like a date on it or something yeah, so if like it is your wedding in there you can do so much stuff yeah that's awesome um all right, cool. So, so outside of the shoes, is there any other projects, or that's kind of like something you want to focus on for this upcoming year? Kind of invest your time in that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that definitely is number one. But I got to dig into the, the furniture a little bit more too. Once I finish getting that set up downstairs, you know, I got a bunch of the saws and, and, and tables set up down there now, but it's it's nowhere near where it has to be. So, 
start pumping out some custom furniture pieces, start pumping out some fresh J's, and uh, and keep the rest of this stuff just flowing the way it is. Yeah. That's the goal for the next year. Yeah, heck and, yeah. you know, always try to land that uh, that killer account, you know. Got yeah. As far as my brand goes, you know, it's all about getting getting your, your brand in the right hands, you know what right. I mean? So whatever it takes to, you know, get it in, you know, a celebrity's hand or, or, or someone of that level, yeah. you know, that's, that's really how you level up in this game. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, even like, you know, my brother Miguel is a, who's a barber. I mean, we see all these guys who, there's some guys who they just land one account, one head, and he's an athlete, and all of a sudden the whole team's getting cut. Yeah, out. and that's you know how I mean? it works, because especially with those guys, because they know everybody's, like, clawing at them because they're rich and famous and they got money. So they're really the only people they trust is, like, the dude that their homie tried or their, right. their teammate tried, and it's like, yeah, his, his stuff was legit. So they all, like you said, they all use the same people. Right. My boy Justin, who owns um, the the epoxy flooring company i think it's dci right dci and um same thing that happened to him he got hooked up with one of the eagles players and next thing you know he was doing all their stuff because that's what it is they're dropping big bucks and they want wow. they want to know the product that crazy yeah it's awesome man so he's he's done like the eagles um reverend and like all kinds of stuff you know yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty wild but it kind of works the same way in everything i would imagine oh absolutely um all right, so so switching it up a little bit within the last, you know, I guess it's been like six months or so. What what has been, you know, one of your biggest business lessons? I don't know. See, it's my second time around, so I was kind of prepared for all of it. I knew kind of what it was hitting for, but yeah. you know, it's it's still a lot to take on. Like you don't, it would, it had been a while, so just just preparing yourself for the bills, man. You gotta make sure that everything's yeah. fit. Especially now, it is different now because when I was running my last business, not only was I in the streets, but I was living at home still. So now it's yeah. like, there's two whole sets of bills, you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and kids to feed. So it's a it's right. a lot, man. So yeah. you gotta really be on your grind. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, I, n I know it's, it's, it's uh, I know for me, uh, or I think most, most small businesses, a lot of it is marketing and it's yeah. hard to, because you feel like the you know every everyone's getting inundated with like buy this right. buy that buy this and you try to you're trying not to do that but at the same way well, like, well I have to sell something I mean how yeah. the heck am I supposed to survive right um, so it's like how do I do this without how do I sell someone without selling something sure. to, yeah. you know what I mean yeah. it's yeah. like actually hitting people up one on one like yeah right. buy this would you buy because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you never know it might get to that point everybody's Seriously, gonna get a private it's... message from Facebook like yo right. I need you to buy a hoodie right now before <laughs> I close the door. <laughs> Can you please buy a hoodie from yeah. me right now? Um, it's hilarious, <laughs> but I mean that—that's typically where it is. I mean, it's crazy. We just—we had a conversation. And all these guys here know. Um, my we had to get my wife a whole new other car or whatever. And I am telling you, I did not do any research on my phone. I didn't do anything. We get the car on Saturday and Sunday morning. I'm just kind of like going through emails and doing some other stuff. And I jump on social media, and on on the uh, like the ads was the exact car we just got my wife. Oh man, she's like they're listening to us. No, the they're algorithm. Like <laughs> they are. They, are. <laughs> they admit it now. They yeah, don't even hide they it don't anymore. Even care nah, anymore. They don't hide it. And I think what happened was at when we were there, uh, we, we were at the uh, Volkswagen uh, dealership, and while we we're there, 
the guy had me download their app. He's like, dude, he's like, it's your, it's your choice. It actually was, it wasn't pressuring me at all, but he's like, you could pay your bill like right there. It's easy. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Let's just do it. We're just sitting around waiting around. They're getting the thing detailed or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. I was just kind of entertaining him as much as he was entertaining me. I'm like, all right, fine. So I did it. And I think that's what it was. But anyway, like, yeah, either that or your location All your, if you have your locations all on your phone, they know where you're at and they'll, they'll just hit you with anything local <laughs> to that spot. You know, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you drive by here, they might send you like a homegrown thing. You're yeah. Right. yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, later on, on, the, on Google, the Google things like, oh, how was how yeah. was this, how was your experience at the store? Right, right. Like what? I have no idea where that even is. Right? <laughs> I get that all the time. Like, yeah. How yeah. was this place? What time are they open till? I'm like, I don't even know what the hell that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious yeah. but that's a uh, that's like uh retargeting i know uh yeah. w one of our one of our guys here manny um he, he just joined forces with a guy for bristol apparel company and uh their biggest thing now again is, is going back with marketing is anything with small business yeah. is you need to either be out in front or these big guys they have all the dollars in the world to have these billboards yeah. all over the place or whatever. So you got to get creative. Right. And uh, he was saying, he's like, a lot of this is called retargeting, where they basically saw that you went to a website but didn't purchase anything. So then they kind of feed you like, hey, remember this website you went yeah. to? Here's 10% off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then they hit you up like that. Um, yeah. Well, that's the hardest thing for like dudes in our position. Right. Because we're kind of, it's one-man shows. We're right. doing everything ourselves. Those guys with all the, with the funds. They just pay a company that that's what that company does. Just that's all them. they do is it's right. marketing, so they know all it. Yeah, so yeah. to be able to do that and this at the same time, it, it you know it gets crazy. It does, and, and the the other thing for like for us, I know is doing what we can with social media. So it's like all right, so then we have our your personal account, then you have your business account, and then you're trying to like put post something daily to yeah. keep people in the dude. They have people. They have like ten people who just do that. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Just like taking awesome professional uh -huh. pictures. Yeah. Uh, where meanwhile my pictures are all blurry and like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's funny because you get. It's kind of like um, you get to know every position, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, when you do that, and then you know, you know, once you do get bigger and bigger, and you do have the, you know, the funds to buy you know or or invest in a company that does that mm -hmm. at least you know they're not shortchanging you in certain things like wait a second i did that on my own yeah you know what i mean right. you, i want you to do it at a much higher level um and a grander level but you know you can't get me so to speak you know right. what i mean uh, i think it kind of feels better to support a brand like that too you know what i mean like everybody loves a, a nike you know, right. song from nike but sure you know people love support supporting like the local brands you know i know I was always wearing other people's stuff. If I knew, like, my boy's bar or, you know, Miguel's stuff or anybody that I could find Absolutely. that was doing something big, like, so I'd much rather rock something that, you know, I know the owner or know where it came from and yeah. stuff like that, see the struggle in it. Yeah. It's just, it feels better. Yeah. We were talking about that the other day. I mean, it was like, it's more like, why would I, if I can get X, Y, and Z, if I want to get X, Y, and Z, why would I go to a big box store if I know my boy's selling it and this, this is all he does and right. this is his income? Yeah, you know, and what it's I'm quality stuff. And it's quality right. stuff. Like, why not go to him? Uh, you know, and and even like with turnaround and stuff like that. Sometimes these bigger guys, they're not like you said, they're not putting in the quality or the the heart, the love into right. you know that product or whatever. So, um, and it's kind of like a win win for everybody. Right. I mean, you think about it major major big corporation they had to start somewhere yeah right yeah. and so even if it's like if i know you own some massive you know investment firm 
And I'm like, your understudy, eventually, I'm going to probably open up my own or yeah. we'll become a partner or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And then they just become bigger because now I have more of a invested interest in, right. you know, that. So it kind of it builds off that. Like, if we all go to Goose for our haircuts and we just keep saying, Goose, Goose, Goose for your haircuts, all of a sudden it's building, right? But we can't be like the person who's like, um, you know, our own family members a mechanic, and we don't even <laughs> we don't even go to him or give him at least an oil change. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's messed up. Um, but it's true. Like a lot of times, we don't even support our own people. Like we yeah, have yeah. to moving forward. I think I think everyone as a collaborative, everyone has to be more conscious of that. Supporting the smaller business, supporting your friends and family, and yeah. what they're doing. You know, and that's and that's where the marketing like begins. That's yeah. where it starts. Someone else rocking like another right. like I like both of you like homegrown and the blessed line. Like I, I'm at work and I just see someone just a total stranger with a blessed hoodie. I'm like, yo, that's dope. It gives me the chills because it's like it's actually getting out there. It's someone that I don't know. Yeah, you know what I mean, and same thing. When, like I also see like a random person walk by with a blessed hat or blessed. I'm like, dude, that's so dope. It's really getting out there. Yeah, and it's like from. And if you were asking where they got it from, they're like, "Oh, this person sent me." And that's that's just the more like the small marketing part. Yeah. At some point, it comes from one of your family members that sold it to them or told them about it, yeah. right. or you yourself. You know what I mean? And that's where like with these small businesses, that's where the marketing comes from. Like that's where it starts. Like the other day, I had a friend of ours, Ray, came to to the shop, and he had a homegrown. He had a um, one of the hats. The, um, the corduroy hats. I'm oh, like, yeah, dude, yeah, where'd yeah, you get that? Where, like, when did you get that? Because I didn't see that when I was there. And yeah. first thing I did when I came in today, I'm like, yo, you got that? And that's just like, <laughs> it's just like I seen someone else wearing it. I liked it. And it's just yeah. that. Yeah, it it's just awesome. that's how, like, and I'm going to rock it. Someone else is going to like it. And I'm going to tell them, yo, I got it from here. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's just within a family. That's where yeah. your marketing really starts without really spending anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. on, on as a business owner, you Some know? Some real grassroots. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Word of mouth is powerful. Huge. Yeah. Powerful. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I, like just to go back on that point, though, I think if it's something that obviously, you, you know, you want to support something that you also kind of believe in, too, because it's yeah, kind of yes, hard. Yeah. It's like, I mean, even if you don't, I mean, buying one or two things, you're like, all right, at least I, you know, I, I support or whatever. But if you're really behind it, I mean, seriously consider, you know really either investing or just reaching out saying how's everything going because i think a lot of times we take on so much ourselves right. and it's like you're trying to be like the lion all day long every single day yeah. it's kind of like what you said uh you know you was like well i i hanging out with my son all day and then uh then we we had dinner and then i gotta come here and it's like it, it, it made me rethink. I was like, holy smokes. I feel like I'm doing the same thing. We're sitting there juggling a million things, trying to keep everyone else happy. Right. Um, and, and, it, and it's coming from a good heart and good intention. But I think sometimes like you kind of like lo we lose ourselves in that. So mm -hmm. um, I think it's, it's, it's important for society in general to reach out to, I think, anyone. And especially someone who's just starting out their business. Like, even if it's not buying something from them, how's it going? Is there anything I can do? Right. You might not buy a product. You might not, you know, relate to the Blessed Lifestyle brand or the home, you know, or the homegrown uh, line, but you might have a talent that, you know, one of us can use and you can say, or have resources right. saying, you know, I know someone and I, you know, I, you know, I don't, I don't know if I, you know, that's my number one thing, but I know someone in marketing, they could probably help you with X, Y, and Z. Yeah. That's another way of supporting. Cause a right, lot of times absolutely. people think supporting is, oh, you have to buy a hoodie off me. Yeah. You have to buy a hat off me. No. Are you good in social media? Can you give me a tip? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's also helping Some knowledge. Yeah. Right. Um, so I think, I think that's very important. I think, um, 
back in the day, it was more of like everyone, you know, coddling all the new ideas and everything and trying to make it and like screw everyone else, right? Yeah. Where now it's like there's all the information's literally out there yeah. already. It's really all you have to do is put it together in a specific way, a specific code that'll unlock whatever your dream life is. Right, right. Um, and, and I think there's pieces people have numbers that are supposed to be in that code that they're just selfishly holding into their pocket. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. It's like, why don't you reach out and try to help somebody else? This world literally works in what goes around comes around. Yeah, you, the energy exactly. that you put out, you're going to get back. So if so I help true, you man. on one thing, I'm I and not am not expecting anything from Mike. It's that's because that's not how it works. It's the universe is operating. So I'm going to get something from somebody I didn't even expect, right? Yeah. Because we always get things in packages that we not it wasn't what we expected right exactly you put out that 50 bucks investment you're gonna get something back that's probably like 150 bucks and you you're not related the thing is we're not we, we fail to relate it that that was because of the good deed that you yeah. did over here on tuesday yeah you know what i mean yeah. it's not a one-to-one -one. it's that yeah and people think that yeah. and it's like the everything's so like oh well, well i bought a shirt off you you're gonna buy one off me yeah. it doesn't that's not the way any of this works <laughs> you know what i mean none of this works that way yeah. uh and people just i don't know if it's just like we're so like silly about that thought but it's not how it works it's like um how about i refer two people to goose's shop to get haircuts that's something totally different because okay for example there's a couple dudes who i know who have longer hair they don't get haircuts but they've sent literally like through their brothers or something to my brother for haircuts right again nothing out of this person's pocket yeah. And and if you can get into that, how can I give back? It's not you always think it's about money. It's not that. It's you can. There's other ways you can give back and invest in small businesses. Yeah, yeah. And once people realize that, then it becomes a, a way easier thing to do. Yeah. But people that aren't on that like frequency and don't like live their life like that. Yeah. They just they don't realize it. As soon as you get into that kind of like mindset dude you you see it very quickly how karma works and how, yes how that universe thing works yes all right away you're like wow why is everything getting better you know right like, oh yeah i'm like i'm thinking in a different way you know yeah it's crazy yeah no absolutely um and and, and like to, to even top it off to go back to like the whole family thing then all of a sudden you you feel better and now the energy when you go home is better to the family you know what i mean yeah. and then they start building off that and then the kids are watching every move that you're making every move every move yeah. that you're making um i know me and you we had that conversation during the week mm -hmm. but but i think we if, if we're careful in our steps and we're a little bit more methodical in how we support people where it's not a one-off or you give me or I give you and you give back to me. It's not that. If we become a little bit more methodical, I think everyone's lives will be much better. Yeah, for sure. All right, cool. So so switching things up uh, a little bit, um, I, I know you talked a little bit about you know customizing your day um to to how you want it is there any other thing you, you know you like with about being an entrepreneur oh that's number one for sure is, is you know making my own hours and stuff like that yeah. and and as you know I'm, I'm just i'm super creative i'm always trying to like make something from you know on every aspect of my life and just being able to to do it you know and, and have my own product and sell it and stuff like that and yeah you know even when i was still working at 95 like i would come up with ideas i mean the last place i worked at actually had a program for when you came up with ideas you know you wow. just fill out the form and bring it to them and if it made them money they would give you a percentage of the profit that they made off of that idea which i did uh -huh. a couple different times and got a check but 
you know, it was, it was kind of like a slap in the face. Like, my ideas were good. You know, yeah, and I know yeah. I saved them a ton of money, and they gave me, like, $10. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. damn, bro. Like, yeah. come on, man. <laughs> Share the wealth, man. Yeah, Share yeah, the wealth. Yeah. So, yeah, it was crazy. I think the last one I came up with, I didn't even show them. I'm like, forget it. And yeah. I, I was doing it easier for me. Like, I, <laughs> Right. But, yeah, you know, stuff like that. That's awesome. Um, and, and I do want to reiterate something that you did mention, you know, taking on clientele. So this is that is something that you are looking for, right? To yeah. get accounts for, you know, yeah, printing products. Yep, exactly. Yep. I got uh, I'm all set up there to, to print anybody's business shirts or hoodies or whatever they need done. So, you know, I'm I'm, I'm here and available for that also. I saw a big order the other day when I came by. Man, this dude had a 10-foot stack of coats. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, that someone's really invested in their people, and they weren't cheap No, coats that either. was a crazy job. <laughs> I don't even know if I'll do one like that again. That, that, same, that same company, they get, they just put in an order for another 120 pieces, but now it's just like hoodies and, and long-sleeve shirts, but that was crazy. Much more manageable. Uh, yeah, that was – those jackets, it was probably – there was, I think, like 30 or 40 jackets, and there was probably only two or three of the same jacket – in in that pile so they were all different all different materials like it was nuts it yeah it's crazy yeah you don't realize it until you actually know what you're like you're printing back there like everyone is the different technique it yeah. has to go in the dryer for a different temperature a different time you know a different placement for the image you know it was wild man yeah yeah i saw that order he, he's not exaggerating literally it was like two three coats of this material two coats of this material so you're readjusting on every yeah. single thing and then the material's goofy someone was like goofy like weird feeling and it's like hard for this yeah. stuff to stick on nylon something like all <laughs> yeah. polyester that you know wants to be a shrinky dink when you send it through the dryer you know hey. you gotta really keep an eye on stuff yeah that's <laughs> yeah, it hilarious granted they paid for it they paid more for that for that job but i don't know if it was worth it yeah <laughs> <laughs> um all right, so there you have it. Obviously, he, he's willing to take on, and obviously, if it makes sense for you, right, yep. you're willing to take on that business. Um, all right, so we we did we did touch a little bit about you know the home life, but for for you, and I know you know you're you know you're still in the groove, and you're still really getting started. Um, how do you balance you know work and life? Because you obviously you have you you're you're married with 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 children, so it's yeah. definitely never it's never easy with the balance. Right, right, yeah, and uh, and my wife works her ass off too, and she's yeah. in school, so it's even crazier than if you know she was home or something like that. Sure, and especially like you said, just getting started. Like I had been here multiple nights till three in the morning, four in the morning, like right. five in the morning. Some nights, right? I come in and you know, wife is getting out for work not too long afterwards, and you know, and I'm getting back up in four or five hours and, and back at it. So yeah. It's crazy, but I had I had to check myself a couple of times, and she had to check me a few times. Like, sure. yo, you gotta you gotta get the balance in, man. Like, we haven't seen you in, in three days. Like, what's yeah. going on? Yeah, and um, you know, it's hard. The balance is definitely hard. But yeah. hopefully, now that I'm kind of open, I can get into like a groove of some regular hours, and you know, be able to. And it's gonna be hard for me because you know, I'm, like, I want to just be in here creating stuff. Yeah, but I got I'm gonna have to close that, lock that door at a certain time, and, and call it a day, and, yeah. and, sh and learn how to shut off. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's. I mean, that that's that's one of the the biggest things. Um, it, it was hilarious. We're watching. Um, I forget, this was years ago. It was me and Goose. We were watching something like Millionaires of the X, Y, and Z Island or something like that. And this guy prided himself on always picking up his phone, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> yeah. And then towards the end, you know, they're like, "Well, money buys you everything." And he's like, "Well." 
you know, it doesn't buy. I, I have you know really bad relationships with my kids, and and, and I'm single. Yeah. And I was like, dude, that was doesn't it right time. there. That was it. It was like he were pr- he was priding himself on always answering the phone. I'm like, mm. that was a clear no balance, right. no nothing. Because obviously everything else went to the wayside. Yeah, right. What's well, that clearly. one thing that you cannot buy, no matter how much money you got, is time, and yeah. you can't buy it and get it back. Yeah. So it's like that was the most precious commodity on earth. Yeah, and sometimes it's hard because you always want to please someone. You yeah. want to get the job done. Right. You want to get. You want these yeah. people to come back, or you want. But you do have to shut. Learn how to shut it down. Like yeah. just stop and just go home. Yeah, <laughs> and that's my problem. You know, that's part of my problem right now too. You know, even when I do leave here, you know, I'm, I'm in here. You know, let's just say printing shirts for hours. I'm not playing on my phone. So then yeah. I go home and I'm sitting around and, and trying to balance being home now with like. Checking social media and doing the marketing <laughs> yeah, yeah, stuff, you know. What yeah. I mean? It's like, well, you know, when can I get this stuff done? There's yeah. like, there isn't enough hours in a day, right? Ever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely tough. Right. I'm doing the same. Um, what with going home? Like, all right, now that I'm home, now I have time to yeah. do the social media right. thing. Or, well, your or, son pulling on your arm, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, oh man, this. And you catch yourself. It's like, you got to check yourself. Like, dude, this bad. I got to put this phone down and just shut it off. Because I felt awful one time. It was earlier this year. We're all at the dinner table. My poor wife made this banging dinner, ready to rock and roll. What killed me was her excitement. Like, that, I got home and dinner was ready. Because our schedules are so off that that's really, you know, you know, it's not a scene out of Lassie. You know what I mean? Where it's just like kids crying, snots yeah. everywhere. It's like this is a disaster every day. You know what I mean? But it's it's you know it's what my life looks like right now, and I'm I'm cool with it. Yeah. But this one time, she somehow finagled it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Where I got home and dinner was ready, and soon as I got, I sat at the dinner table. We're talking like, "How's your day, buddy?" Yeah. Somebody's talking, and all of a sudden, dude, my wife and my son start talking, and boom, I got my phone. And I'm just sitting there on my phone doing stuff. Very like not in a disrespectful way, just trying to catch up. I'm like, damn, I, didn't, I haven't checked this in a mm-hmm. minute. And meanwhile, she's she just looked at me. Yeah, didn't even have to say anything, mm. dude. Yeah. It crushed me. I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah, I is this little is this worth it? Yeah. You know what I mean? I ruined the whole thing. She was mad hype, mm-hmm. and I ruined it. And so like now we have like a rule. It's like no phones at the dinner table. Yeah. Man. It's like the one time we get to sit together, yeah. and it's a shame too because you're you're at work hanging out with people all day yeah. more than you are with your family. Right. By the yeah. time you get home, oh, we got rushing around, take him to soccer, do this, pick him up from the babysitter, and it's like a couple hours shoving food down our throats. And it's like, all right, mm-hmm. you, you got to take a shower now and brush your teeth and go to bed. Right, right. Dude, this is crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah, we had to implement that same rule. Yeah, yeah. put the phones away, no you phones at the table. To. Yeah, yo, you got to go old school with it. Mm-hmm. I actually yeah. just read a. Um, um, an article. Uh, it was like something about why uh, the importance of Sunday dinners in the Italian um, American community. And I read it, and I was like, "Yeah, that's that's it. We did it too. I mean, we're not Italian, but it was a, there was something, and I didn't know that's what we were doing. But there was something about uh, you know, I guess you know, mid 1900s. You know, they're coming over from Italy, and really." They're working their butts off Monday through Saturday, six days a week, and barely got to see the family. So Sunday dinners were very important to them. Right. That they all said they went to mass in the morning and then chilled out on Sundays. You know, um, and I'm reading this article. I'm like, holy smokes, that's literally what we did. Because us growing up, my dad always had two and three jobs. Mm. Um, 
we would go to school, have sports, did all our thing. My mom's like running us around to where we need to go. And then Saturday, my dad either worked or was fixing something in the house. And then Sundays, everything just shut down. And then I started thinking, I'm like, dude, we got we got to go back to old school yeah, like that again. Yeah, you really do. Yeah. Um, because it, it it people look forward. You look forward. You end up looking forward to that stuff. And then it makes your goals way more worth it. I'm like, I know I'm busting my tail. It's Saturday. I know I got I'm putting in this. Here it mm-hmm. goes. Six days. But Sunday, you're looking forward to now Sunday. Right. Got to get back to that. Yeah, um, the technology. It's like uh, the blessing and the curse, man. You get yeah. so much out of it. You're able to connect in so many different things, but. It, it just sucks the tension out of you on every <laughs> a- other aspect of life. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. So one one last question before we wrap this bad boy up. What is your recommendation to anyone trying to achieve their dream with a new brand or, you know, new business? Uh, new business? Not sure. You know, many different things. But a new brand I'll just start. I'll go with and. uh you know, you first is you gotta you gotta have the balls to take the leap. You know? Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, start small. You know, I kind of bit off more than I expected with this place, but yeah, you know, yeah. luckily it's it's going well. Yeah. But you know, you just well, I, I didn't start off with this. What am I talking about? Out yeah. of the home. You know, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. how you gotta start. Yeah. You know, if you have something, you believe in it, and you know, get a if you got let's say you got a brand, get a couple shirts printed up. Yeah. You know, pass them out to a couple of your friends, see how they like it, and see how it goes. You know, just build off of that. Absolutely. Doing you know, doing hoodies next. Same thing we did. Really. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's how absolutely. it works. And you got, but it all comes with taking that leap, man. You have to, you can't be afraid to do it or yeah. you can't be afraid of it not working. Like, yeah. cause that's what most people are afraid of. Like that. It's not going to work. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, failure is going to happen. Absolutely. You know, it's whether you can like get back up and do it again. Absolutely. Um, all right. So there you have it. Uh, we like to wrap things up with quotes. And the first one is by Ricky Rogers. Strength doesn't come from what you can do. It comes from overcoming the things you once thought you couldn't. And the second one by Muhammad Ali. He who is not courageous enough to take risks will accomplish nothing in life. But before we go, you want to drop the uh, the address one more time? Yeah, right. we're over here at Homegrown at 6919 Bristol Pike. Also Route 13, and that's in Levittown, PA, 19057. Awesome. Home <laughs> take two. Uh, in this episode, we have special guest Mike Kirchhofer. We cover topics that range from marketing, creativity, brick-and-mortar businesses, fashion, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Ricky Rogers and Muhammad Ali. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at JimmyLeeVelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed.